Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fit Literate. I'm Carolyn, and I'm here with Laura, and we're so excited about today's episode. We are so, so excited. This is a big one. It is, and this is one that we've had on the list for a while, and I'll be honest, I personally wasn't prioritizing it that highly because I don't, I didn't know much about this person going in. She's never been someone I followed, mm. like... I was familiar with the name, but that was pretty much it. But I had so much fun doing research about this. And I'm going to say this at the top, um, ready to just get owned and have this opinion be just blown away entirely. But I kind of like Tracy Anderson. (laughs) Caroline. Like in a, in a problematic fave kind of way, like from what I, I, I did the background research on history, so I don't know much about like what she's talking about these days or what her current offerings are, but just like scrolling through her Instagram, especially circa like 2018, like she stands for everything that I hate about so much of the fitness industry, but there's something about her that I find so endearing and I'm ready to again change my opinion but right now she's uh my problematic fave of the moment i think there's something about her that's just so like funny almost i will say it is refreshing to find someone who really just leans in that's exactly what it is she just goes for it there's no pretension of being in every woman it's just like this is She's, I, I'm trying to make generalizations and they don't exist because Tracy Anderson is so specific yeah. and so specifically kooky. Yeah. And I hear what you're saying. It's almost like, it's almost like the best of goop mm-hmm. where it's like when, when Gwyneth Paltrow was just going around being a rich, unrelatable white woman, it's like, you know what? You do you. Like, someone's got to do that. So it's fun to watch. Like, you're not trying to be anything you're not. I have so much respect for it when it just is what it is. (laughs) And and I can celebrate it for what it is. And yeah, so I I mean, I don't know if Tracy Anderson has, like, said anything um, problematic recently or if there's, like some particularly nasty stuff that she currently stands for. But as far as I can (laughs) choose, she's just a rich white lady doing rich white lady shit, but not in the like, uh, not, not in the bad way. (laughs) Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Anyway, enough preamble. I think that's this episode title. It's rich, rich white lady bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. So I I already revealed who we're talking about. We're talking about Tracy Anderson. So Laura, why don't you give us just like a little explainer about who she is? Okay. So Tracy Anderson is a dancer turned celebrity fitness trainer. Um, I believe she's primarily based out of L.A. She is the creator of the Tracy Anderson Method, which is her specific brand of workouts. Um, And she it's my understanding that she's reached sort of notoriety because of her celebrity clientele, most notably Gwyneth Paltrow, who uses Goop to promote Tracy Anderson um, quite heavily. So she's got a rather devoted following a niche following but a devoted following Mm -hmm. i mean 
how niche can someone with she has 780,000 Instagram followers. So I don't know if niche is the right word here, but the people who do and love the Tracy Tracy Anderson method swear by it. It is all they do. They love it. I would say it's niche in the way that it's regional because it is extremely LA. Like everything about her and like her personality, her persona as a fitness as a celebrity fitness trainer is just very, very LA, very Hollywood. And so I think that makes it niche in a way, um, even though she's extremely famous, because I don't know how much she resonates with like your average Midwestern mom. But, um, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's LA and it's also Tribeca. Yes. It is. I would say Tracy Anderson is the original figurehead of the sort of, uh, if you're on TikTok, this will make sense. If you're not, it'll sound like gobbledygook. But the whole like hot Pilates mom mm-hmm. thing, like Tracy Anderson is their leader. Yes. Um, even though she doesn't teach Pilates, she's <laughs> the the final form of that <laughs> uh, trope, I think. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And like I said, right now, I... In a in an entertainment kind of way, I love that for her, and it's it just cracks me up every every post that I looked at on Instagram. It's just making me laugh because it all feels like a caricature. It's just everything yeah. to the extreme. But um, okay, and in a non entertainment way, it makes me want to bash my head into the brick wall. Yes. So yes. you know, <laughs> to each their own. I also I will say all of my research was purely like image and text based, so I don't know what she sounds like when she talks or anything that she actually has to say. Um, So I'm excited to hear your part on that when we get to it. But uh, next, I'm just going to go through now, now that you guys know who she is, I'm going to go through just a quick little history of her rise to fame, because she is very, very famous as far as fitness professionals go. Like most personal trainers do not reach her level of celebrity. There's basically a handful of them. Uh, so like Laura said, she uh, started out as a dancer before she was into fitness. Her mom was a dancer growing up. Um, she danced her whole life. She grew up wanting to be a professional dancer. And, you know, growing up in Indiana, she ended up moving out to New York to attend the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, where she studied. uh, She went to AMDA? uh Uh-huh. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This is such, this is so niche. I'm sorry. I I knew you would have something to say about that. I don't know anything (laughs) about it, but I knew you would have something to say. (laughs) It just feels very, like, close to me in my world to know that. Continue. But yeah, so she she grew up in Indiana to her dancing mom. She was cheerleading, blah, 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 blah. Went to AMDA, apparently was in the same graduating class as Jason Mraz. I, I don't know. One of the many claims she makes in her various publications. Um, but yeah, so in college, through her like training to be a performer, to be a dancer, uh, she ended up running into an obstacle in that she gained weight, Um, you know, something that is very normal for college students. Uh, But for her, this was a big 
defining moments in her life and her career trajectory because uh, she she was born in 1975. So this, I guess when she was in school here, it was during a time when like body standards were like really, really heavily enforced, like even more so than they are now. And so I guess the message that she received from a lot of her professors and stuff was because she was no longer like petite, petite, um, and didn't have the same body that she did when she was like 16, 17, then she might as well just get into character work and, you know, all of her dreams of being a professional dancer, she can pretty much kiss that goodbye unless she's willing to lose the weight. And, um, Instead of this, you know, maybe a more positive way her life could have gone would be for this to be the catalyst for her to get into some kind of activism around body acceptance. But that just wasn't really what was happening at the time. And so instead, it became a primary motivator for her to get into fitness and figure out how to solve this problem that was her weight. I'm putting all of that. I will say, I think... Maybe we do a whole episode on or a series of episodes on dance and theater and the performing arts and body. I would love that because that's something I don't know a whole lot about. So I feel like you would be able to teach me a lot about it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I will say that it's probably good that this was, you know, good in giant, big light up quotation marks but it's probably good that this happened to her in the 90s versus like the 80s because getting into fitness is probably less detrimental than getting into like speed which is what would have happened before (laughs) uh but you know marginally better that is one thing that she mentioned so I'm getting a lot of this information from both her website and also from a book that she wrote that I will get to that I did pay money for, but it was only five ninety nine, so it's fine. Um, so one of one of the Patreon Business subscribers expense. paid Write for that. <laughs> um, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, she had like a long forward in there that goes into some more like introduction that goes into some more some more detail about kind of her life story and what brought her to where she is. But so basically, this um, this weight gain and then the methods that she attempted tempted in order to lose weight, you know, the fad diets, the over-exercising really motivated her to find a find a system that works if we're using, you know, the marketing language that she uses now. So around the same time, she was also dating um, Nick's player, Eric Anderson, who she ended up married, uh, having a kid with, getting divorced from eventually, um, and where she gets her last name from. And he was dealing with a back injury and was being treated by this doctor who basically like specialized in injury prevention in basketball players and um, was also like conducting research around this kind of stuff. And she found it really, really interesting and somehow got involved with doing research with this doctor or helping this doctor with his research. I don't know. It's very unclear. I wasn't able to find any actual specifics to back up these claims. She never says the name of the doctor or where she does this research. She never links to any of this research. I couldn't find a single published uh, research study with her name on it. So I'm not exactly sure what it is she's talking about when she says this research or how research on preventing basketball injuries, what that possibly has to do with 
using three pound dumbbells to work your accessory muscles, quote unquote, in order to be skinny. Um, There's a huge leap that is made there. But basically, her claim is that doing research with this doctor is how she developed her method. And this was all happening in the early 2000s, like uh, between like 2001 and 2005. So in this same time period, the early 2000s, while she's, you know, conducting her own research and like figuring out her method. This is when she also gets into the fitness industry officially. She opens a studio. She starts training clients. She puts out a workout DVD. And over this five-year period, she says that she conducts this study on 150 women um, over five years. And with the results of this research, she figured out the method to get results. And that's literally all she says about it. I I don't know what else to say. Um, So yes, Skipping ahead a little bit to now her rise in celebrity, because if there's one thing that Tracy Anderson wanted to be, it is famous. You know, she wanted to be a professional dancer. She wanted to be a Broadway star. And when that wasn't going to work out and she got into fitness, she decided, I will find a different way to be famous. And this is not a criticism. I don't think it is like a character (laughs) flaw to want to be famous. Um, You know, lots of Leo energy over here wanting to be in the spotlight. I get the drive. And she was very effective at harnessing that desire. So in 2006, she starts uh, training Gwyneth Paltrow's assistant's wife. And that is how she meets Gwyneth Paltrow in the first place. They meet in London, I guess, for the first Mm -hmm. time, and they really hit it off. Um, She starts training Gwyneth and Gwyneth, like, just it like falls in love with her basically and is like you are my person you made me so skinny for this movie that I was going to be in um you know all of the tabloids are just talking about how amazing Gwyneth Paltrow looks after this weight loss that happened in like 2006 2007 blah whatever I will say <laughs> if you've never seen a picture of Tracy Anderson and you don't care to google her all you need to do is imagine Gwyneth Paltrow but a foot shorter that's yes she's five feet tall and just like very slim. But anyway, so she meets Gwyneth Paltrow and this is what really like skyrockets her career. Um, She meets all these other celebrities and starts training them. She appears on Oprah with Gwyneth Paltrow. She goes on Madonna's tour in 2008 as her like on-tour trainer. She's on magazine covers. Uh, She's one of like, she is like the fitness person to be featured in Goop when it was still in its newsletter phase in 2009. Um, With all of this newfound fame and success, she opens a bunch of new studios in New York, LA and London, eventually uh, Spain, like all over the place. Over the years, she introduces a bunch of uh, equipment into her studios, some of which I just think have very funny names. And also like her website claims that she invented some of these, which is interesting. So I guess she's not only a researcher, but also an inventor. Um, and some of these things include isokinetic Oh my bands, God, women in STEM. Women in STEM. I- I'm not going to say she didn't invent them, but like... I don't know. Interesting. There's a lot of, you will notice there's a lot of um, claims that things are proprietary that Mm -hmm. are maybe not as unique as as she's making them seem. It's a lot of marketing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I imagine that seems that, to be a recurring theme. I imagine that that description applies to something called the cube apparatus and something else called the super G floor, which I didn't look into what either of those things were. I just thought the names were funny. Um, so anyway, in 2012, another life-defining moment. She has a baby and, of course, makes some like pregnancy and post-pregnancy programs around that. Um, her website, the front page, talks about like the weight loss that she experienced successfully after giving birth, blah, blah, blah. And then in the early 2010s, like 2013 to 2015, she's a very busy lady. She's doing TV appearances. She does a partnership with Xbox Fitness. She goes to Fashion Week. Uh, She collabs with Jennifer Lopez to promote Lena Dunham's book. And it's so interesting. Like at this time in 2014, 2015, it seems like she's very close friends with Lena Dunham or is like rolling in that circle. And just every time I think about Lena Dunham at like the height of her popularity and success before her kind of like downfall as a public figure, it's always so interesting. Like all of the people that she surrounded herself with that you would maybe never guess were you just encountering her for the first time now. Um, But yeah, close with Lena Dunham and uh, definitely also Jennifer Lopez does a few collabs with her. Uh, She also made guest appearances on Nicole Richie's show, which I didn't even know existed, and also had a little guest star moment in the Muppets movie as Miss Piggy's trainer, which I actually think is adorable. And I really I didn't have time, but I really want to look up a clip of that because that's just so funny. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, moving right along in 2017 and 2018 um, is when she releases her teen program and book. And this is the book that I what? purchased for $5.99 because I had to know what was in it. So if we can make just a quick little detour, I have just a couple bullet points about that. First thing I want to say is it could have been a lot worse. It is not like explicitly like a weight loss book for high schoolers um she does in like the prologue like talk about her own weight gain as a negative thing and her own weight loss as a positive thing definitely reinforcing those cultural messages of fitness being inherently good and health and fitness being intertwined confidence and thinness being intertwined um but I feel like that's kind of you know par for the course for someone like her. Um, I was happy to see that the actual advice that she was giving to, you know, young women and teenage girls is pretty generic. It's like, it's healthy to find ways to move your body that you enjoy. You have in order to grow big and strong, you have to nourish your body with healthy foods. It very generic messages like uh, or being a teenager is hard. You're going through lots of changes and it's normal to feel insecure, but just remember to love yourself. And I'm like, "Okay, Tracy, mm. that's not too bad." Um, you know, introduction, <laughs> don't love the implications of it, but She's not giving out diet plans. And then the like workout examples she has in the back are very, I mean, hard to understand (laughs) from my perspective, mostly because I was reading it on a Kindle. So I wasn't getting the full look of the page, but it looks like, you know, waving your arms around and doing little lungy motions, nothing too uh, out Mm. of the ordinary um, or inappropriate for teenagers in terms of like movement practices go. I don't know how successful that program was or how successful the book is. Um, but I, I was ready for the worst and was pleasantly surprised that it was mostly neutral. 
there was a weird emphasis on eating organic and there was like a whole section dedicated to like the dirty dozen, which again, I feel like is very just like of the time, 2017, 2018. Uh, and you got to remember she's having sleepovers with Goopy. This is all Yeah. And I'm like, adjacent. I don't know like, why she's so focused on telling 15 year olds to eat organic food. They're not buying their own groceries, but whatever. <laughs> a little out of touch, but I it's feel fun. like we, some of us had a phase where we went to our parents and we were like, I don't eat that anymore. I only eat organic You know, that's now. true. Like- and based on who her normal clientele is in terms of adults, if she's targeting like their children, their like children. rich people's children, those are the types mm-hmm. of families that have the ability to just buy their teenagers whatever food they ask for. So I guess it does kind of work with her brand, but it's still... I don't know. See, it all just seems kind of like this whole book and program just really doesn't need to exist. Um, Anyway, in 2019. It feels like the caring and keeping of you for the teens that are in Gossip Girl. For Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But just like not even as comprehensive as that. Um, Mm. But very, very much that kind of energy. Okay. So 2019 is her girl boss era. I don't know what exactly changes in the structuring of her company, but this is the year that she officially takes on the title as of CEO. So I guess she's just, you know, experienced a lot of growth in her business and I don't it's incorporated now or something like that. But CEO, boss bitch, 2019, y'all better watch out. Tracy Anderson is coming for you. And then 2020, (laughs) the pandemic hits. And I will say she, unlike some of the other people we've covered, um, handled this era very gracefully and um, Mm. didn't have any like weird or controversial posts on Instagram. She clearly closed her studios, you know, right away, created an online program right away and was trying to send very positive messages about like, you know, like since we can't be in the gym because we are taking care of each other and this is what we have to do, um, like working out from home is fine. So again, I was pleasantly surprised by the way that she conducted her public image and her business in the early days of the pandemic, much better than some of the other people we've covered. (laughs) I will say, I think this works for this to add into this point is that when we were recording this, it is a day after the midterm elections. Um, and I went on her Instagram story today just to see what she was posting about. And she was posting about like, Hey, it's super important to get out and vote because Mm -hmm. you know, like equal rights for everyone is very important. That's on the ballot. Like you are lucky to know that your human rights are not challenged with, you know, elections. Um, sharing like how to get a provisional ballot Mm -hmm. and there are posts about like you know supporting lgbtq plus rights like she is at least a little bit vocal politically Mm -hmm. and vocally liberal which is cool because yeah and like i even scrolled through her instagram that were like secret fascists (laughs) yeah yeah um or whose fan bases were and got really mad at them like uh blog when she like celebrated like uh gay marriage becoming legal and all of her comments were like attacking her and she was like 
had to basically apologize for not being homophobic. It was very weird. Uh, Tracy Anderson did yeah, not experience probably- the same reaction to her post about the same event because I actually saw it, you know, scrolling through her feed. Um, so it, mm. it seems like she's been like pretty authentically herself throughout her career as a public figure. Um, uh and, I think that's and a like, fair thing to say. G- generally, fairly unproblematic for things that don't have to do with fitness and dieting, because <laughs> uh, the fitness and dieting is a whole other story. Um, so yes, in 2020, she makes a digital platform. Takes you, you know, because she has to stop teaching the studio classes. As far as I can tell, that online platform has persisted till today, and studio classes are back up and running. Um, so. Throughout this whole timeline that I just outlined, there were a couple of little controversies. Um, The first one was near the beginning of her career when she first moved out to L.A. to open a studio there. She already had a studio in Indiana and in the studio she she had a business partner with whom she developed like a specialty Pilates reformer type of setup. And they were really expensive. She had like a bunch of them made for this Indiana studio. But then when she moved out to LA and was like, you know, starting to rub elbows with famous people and realized like, no, LA is where I need to be. Like, that's where my future is. Um, I guess she didn't have the money to like buy a bunch of new equipment for her new studio. So without closing the Indiana studio and like ending people's memberships or communicating at all to the people there, she just took the equipment out of the Indiana studio and moved it all out to LA. (laughs) And then people came to classes and were like, what's going on? We can't take classes. Hmm. So it was a very, a little bit of a messy transition. Like she clearly didn't have her like business chops fully developed at that point. She was also dating her business partner. And that was clearly also a very messy relationship because um, I, I read some articles from around like the 2009 era. And I, not a lot like substantiated written about this. So this is all like alleged, but they, they both made some fairly serious allegations towards each other. It just seems like it was a very messy situation, um, you know, in her internal social relationships. And then also business wise, as the patrons of her Indiana business sued her in order to get back payment for the memberships that they were not able to utilize while she kind of just neglected that studio in order to open the LA one. So a little bit Mm. of a rocky road there. Don't love that. Not the most ethical way to manage a uh, transition like that, but it seems like it all worked out. Okay. People got their money back moved on. Um, and then, uh, the, the main reason I'm bringing this up is not to like talk about like celebrity drama or whatever, but to sort of illustrate that throughout her career, like the reason that she has been able to be so successful, despite not having a lot of training or experience or education in the world of fitness, however much she claims to be a researcher. Um, Literally zero certifications. Zero certifications, none of it. (laughs) Despite that, she's been able to be so, so successful because she is just that type of person who never takes her eye off the ball. Like she has known what her goals and her ambitions were. She was willing to do what she had to do to meet those goals, achieve her ambitions, even if it meant 
leaving some people in the dust or making some interesting <laughs> decisions business-wise. And she has taken every opportunity that has landed in her lap, whether every celebrity that was interested in training with her, every weird like brand collaboration, she has said yes to it all and it, like never let up on the gas. And it was a very successful strategy for her. I don't know if it's not the way that I would have chosen to do things. Um, mm. You know, different sets of values and beliefs about what's important might drive someone else to make very different decisions in their career in the same field. But like, if you're curious as to like, how did she achieve the success? It's that is that is how um, a lot of it, I think, has to do with her personality, her tenacity and like just her blinders. <laughs> towards her ultimate there's goal. There's a, a pattern of showmanship mm -hmm. and obfuscation mm -hmm. and just not letting, boldness. Yes. That has and served almost her like really well. Not letting her mistakes cause her shame, just bulldozing through and and just yeah, saying shame like, shame does not seem okay, to be a factor here, I will what say. What is the next thing? And like, in some ways, I find that a little bit admirable. I also think it can lead someone to make decisions that hurt people, um, which I think is definitely something that she has done or create um, value systems that are a little bit out of touch with reality. Uh, but it has worked for her for what her personal goals and ambitions were. Um, yeah. She's got girl boss energy. She has big... Girl boss energy. She is girl boss, gaslight, gatekeep. CEO <laughs> of her own story. Yes. Goop. The fourth G. Oh, for girl real. Girl boss, gaslight, gatekeep, goop. Yeah. Goop yeah. it up. Absolutely. Okay. So that that is the uh that is the tale of the rise of Tracy Anderson. Um, and I left us off in 2020 basically um with her online platform right and her there. studios that so, was very helpful yeah so also i looked it up while you were talking she is a pisces <laughs> with a scorpio moon and a gemini rising which is Whoa. maybe the most frightening combination i've ever heard <laughs> in my terrifying <laughs> but yeah so she she dreams big uh she's not afraid to stab people in the back and it's that Gemini energy. You can't catch her. And Scorpio energy. <laughs> and yeah, being able to communicate her message well and bullshit her way through anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible. So this is going to be, I'm going to tell you what she's up to right now. This is going to include a few different, um, I guess, ways to work with TA, if you're looking for that, a few different current controversies. Um, yeah. So currently the, you can work with Tracy Anderson in her studios. Um, there are studios in Manhattan, the Hamptons, Los Angeles, London, and Madrid. Um, you can do, you can do that for, a $1,500 initiation fee and then annual dues. And I'm getting this from town and country magazine. So who knows how accurate this is, but it says the price of the annual dues have not been listed publicly in a decade. Whoa. Um, if you have so, to ask, you can't afford it. 
Yeah, she offers uh, an online streaming platform, which is cool. Although, you know, I think most places offer that since COVID times, but she does have a streaming platform and that is $90 a month. Um, So, you know, some quick math there about what she might charge for in person. Yeah. Then, because that's like. Um, like that's that would be a great price for like in studio classes for something um but for an online streaming a little bit of a different story <laughs> yes um i mean the let's see where do i want to go with this um Ooh, i know so she do hmm? we do we want to just like read her like bio on her website Sure. I think I want to talk about her method just a little bit yes. first, not okay. like yes, what yes, I yes. experienced in class, but um, she does have a team of trainers uh, who go through, I'm certain, a very intensive training process, um, a lot of whom seem to be former dancers. I think that, you know, that's obviously a huge part of her background and how this method developed. Um, or you can pay a premium to work out with Tracy herself. Um she really is a big proponent of exercise every day, which is not necessarily something I would recommend, um, mm-hmm. but we can get into that again in a little bit when I talk about my experience with her workouts. She's come under fire with that in the public eye, too. That's not like a hot take of mine. Yeah. Um, she, Her whole method is based off of avoiding the big muscles <laughs> avoiding training big muscles uh <laughs> like you said never lifting i know never lifting more than three pounds um and her she calls her uh style of teaching it's choreography and okay. she so she choreographs and then that choreography lasts for a week you repeat that for a week she says you have seven chances to get into these moves and then you move on so you're doing the same workout for seven consecutive days before switching things uh so again we can talk about that in a little bit but that's kind of what we're what she's doing what's the foundation of what she's doing now she also has just launched a new this is literally four hours ago she posted this, and I'd love to play you the clip if we'd like to hear it. Yes, please. Um, but it's called, what's it called? I pulled it up. It's called My Mode. Um, basically, again, it's couched in a lot of language, a lot of flowery <laughs> language. But basically what it is, is it's some like big workout props. And then you do the Tracy Anderson method on these workout props Mm -hmm. that's it um i'm gonna play you what she has to say about it and then i'll you know talk about my experience of learning about this okay all right we're going right into the right into the mic hold on the world is fixated on moving their bodies to get sexy abs toned tries solid glutes chiseled pecs but not me i didn't create the tracy anderson method to get the ideal body i use my mode for myself and for my body the very thing I've been doing for decades. I don't move for a divot, a cut, or a specific curve. I move for balance inside that strategically creates results outside. That's my method. Now on my mode. So here's the thing. You can't say, 
I don't care about what your body looks like and then use what your body looks like as social proof for why people should do your workouts. And also say like, I'm I'm not trying to make my body look a certain way. I'm trying to create balance on the inside that you can see on the outside. What? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) those are, this is entirely contradictory statements. I don't think we've like stated this outright in the podcast, but hopefully it's clear that this is all about weight loss. This is all about just being as small as possible. Can I, can I read just the little like phrase that's like the blurb when you first go onto her website? Cause I feel like this really does emphasize everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you go onto the website, it's a picture of her. It says fitness pioneer. Then it says Tracy Anderson's revolutionary method can give anyone regardless of their genetic background, the physical and mental results they desire. So that, first of all, is like she's literally claiming to be like, no, your genetics don't matter. I can give you the body that you desire, which she's not stating outright is skinny, but she literally got famous for being skinny and making Gwyneth Paltrow skinny. And so it's like... The unsaid part is the important part there. Like she's trying to create this like plausible deniability that it's like body neutral or whatever. I think because of the current climate that, you know, people general, the average person is not desiring extreme thinness in the same way that they were when she first started her career. So she's having to use different language. Um, but then it's not allowed she, to say it out loud anymore. No. Like people still do this because they want to look thin and quote unquote toned. Yes. But she's just can't, she can't say there was, um, Oh, where is it? What year was this? This was 2016. Nope. Just kidding. That was the wrong one. Um, this was 2017. Okay. It was close. 2017. She came under massive public fire because there was an article published in goop where she was giving her tips to lose weight fast. And she was basically like, don't eat. And they were like, yes, Tracy, you're not supposed to say that. But like, I mean, to a certain extent, it's like fat, like she's, she's being really bold about what she thinks and what she does and what she claims to be able to do. Like, well, and so here's, (laughs) here's the thing. So in that, in that video, like she said with her own words, like it's not about like sculpting your body to look a certain way. Like that's not what this is about. But then on the homepage of her website, when she talks about the formation of the method, that little paragraph ends with her saying, while all of the women came to her with wildly different genetic backgrounds and body types, Tracy gave them, gave each and every one of them long, lean muscles. In short, she had figured out how to harness and deliver the elusive dancer's body. Ah, what a, that could not be clearer to me. Like, whoa, there is no one on earth that thinks the elusive dancer's body would be anything other than skinny. Uh, what? <laughs> it wouldn't be anything other than toned abs and tries. Like, if you're going to launch a new product with this, like, more body neutral, like self-love messaging, change what's on the homepage of your website. (laughs) What? Uh, 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 (laughs) It hurts my brain to talk about this shit over and over. Like it's the same reason that Gwyneth Paltrow is not calling her like seven day powder meals. Like, Oh, calorie deficit. 
extreme calorie deficit for weight loss. They're yes. calling it like chakra rebalancing, mystical astronaut food supplement retreat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, I don't even think she's trying to couch it in like friendlier language. She's just saying shit. Like she's, yes. She, she's just sh- me, saying so is, shit in words that she knows are like marketable right now. And so in yeah. my research also, I didn't put this in the timeline, but I read a couple of things. Um, I don't even remember which article it was, but basically like her one-on-one clients, her celebrity clients, and uh, especially, you know, back when she was still kind of like rising up um, to her current fame, she would just make people eat under a thousand calories a day. Like she would just put people on starvation diets, even though in Mm -hmm. the forewords to her books and in the descriptions of things, she talks about how she's like against fad dieting. And that was something that like she struggled with in her past. And like her method is not about fad dieting and over exercising, but she's making you eat a starvation amount of calories. And she's saying you need to exercise every single day. So if that's yeah. not a fad diet and over-exercising, I don't want to know what she thinks mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Well, she's also said things like, oh, 98% of women, when they pick up a weight heavier than three pounds, will just automatically bulk up. Like She's <laughs> just she's she's just pulling stuff out of she has no understanding of actual physiology or science. So this quote I love. This is just on her Wikipedia page, which is not very robust. Um, Mm. (laughs) There's there's one line under critical reviews, and it says, in an April 2015 article in the Washington Post, personal trainer Kat Whitfield asserts that Anderson's methods, quote, certainly don't follow exercise physiology principles. And I feel like that sums it up really well that she's, you know, she's doing her own research, meaning she's completely making up her own, her own science, quote unquote. She's creating a fantasy world and doing a lot of world building of how the human body works within her fantasy world. And it has nothing to do with how the human body actually works in our real world. Like all of this talk of big muscles and little muscles. Do you mean my finger muscles her, versus my quads? What does that mean, Tracy? Her Instagram bio says founder and creator of the Tracy Anderson method, a research based and results proven fitness methodology for total balance in the body. So what she's saying is she did her own research. Like, yes, show me one. Show me one study. That this woman has conducted. But see, you don't need to see the studies because you can see the results. (laughs) Exactly. And you see the results on her body. She's saying... And on famous women. I figured this out. Research-based and results-proven means I made this up. I spent years making this up. Great. Like, not to discredit the amount of hard work that's gone into this. Oh, absolutely. But it's not the it's not the kind of work she's claiming it to be i it's made this only up, based in her imagination it's, i it's results proven i can prove that it works because look at me and also like her first highlight on instagram is tracy anderson method results like i have caused other people to lose weight and look at my body so that's results proven oh, so it, it's it's proven that science that's like the way she speaks is like if we called this podcast like 
Yes, I have a radio show where I talk about many famous figures and also it's listened to by many people everywhere. Like, no, you have a podcast. Like, say what it is. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm just getting angry. And part of that is because I did her freaking workout and I'm having like endorphin rush. And so my brain's just doing like hamster wheel spins right now. But I'm like, Tracy, say what you made. I do want to hear about how that workout experience was. But before we do that, because that'll probably be like one of the last things we talk about. Um, have you seen you my mode? Have you seen her um, what I eat in a day article? <sighs> it is. I'm sure it's three almonds and like a sprouted seed and six different $90 green juices. It is mind blowing. So this is all coming from a woman who says that she doesn't diet. She doesn't advocate for fad diets. You know, she advocates for no, balance. She doesn't diet because diet involves eating food. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, exactly. And this is barely food. So what, what does, oh, okay. And it, it it even says, what does a personal weight management day look like for me? So this is literally a dieting day. So it says, I start my morning with lemon water mixed with a teaspoon of olive oil and a pinch of sea salt. I always have a coffee and I take it black with a thin layer of oat milk foam only ever so on you top. start with a shitty salad dressing and then acid straight to the stomach great <laughs> yeah for breakfast i opt for an apple blueberry puree it it has a wholesome sweetness to it which gives me energy throughout the start of the day so she's eating baby food baby food It's like the world's saddest smoothie. Like, yeah, she doesn't even call it a smoothie. She calls it a puree that is horrifying. Okay. Afternoon. A hot broccoli and cauliflower salad. We've made it to afternoon by now. Yeah, it's like her lunch. Her afternoon meal is a hot broccoli and cauliflower salad and a parsnip, carrot, pea, and herb puree. More baby food. It leaves me satisfied, but never sluggish. I doubt it. (laughs) If you are trying to dodge the dreaded second, yeah, not at all. If you are trying to dodge the dreaded afternoon slump and shift your mind from a bag of chips or a piece of cake, I have a few options that can work in your favor: half of a dark chocolate bar, or a dairy-free, allergen-free, enjoy life chocolate bar, or an additional portion of the fruit purees. (laughs) If I feel my mind is spinning and I have nowhere to drive, I will opt for one crisp glass of wine so she's saying if she needs an afternoon snack but she doesn't have to drive anywhere she'll have a glass of wine (laughs) i'm sorry if i ate um two small servings of baby food and then had a glass of wine i would black out and don't forget that you already had coffee she's been teaching classes all day she's been working out all day probably yeah all right. Are you also, ready? I'm sorry. If your brain is spinning in the afternoon, maybe it's because your body is running off solely adrenaline and not calories. Like- yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. 
last section in the evening. For dinner, I would pair a fennel and pea soup with an herb roasted black cod. The soup is super flavorful and light and the cod is protein packed and surprisingly hearty. I bet it is surprisingly hearty considering you haven't actually eaten any real food the entire day. Has so she chewed that sounds yet? that sounds like a lovely meal. Some fennel and pea soup and some herb roasted black cod. Um, And then it says with a little asterisk, asterisk, Tracy does not watch her portions and uh, portions with her recipes. And we do not recommend portions for her recipes as they are designed to enjoy until you feel nourished. I love the implication that anything she just described is a recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's it's three steps. You unscrew the bottle of wine (laughs) you pour the wine into the glass then you drink the wine i i think i'm going to start having afternoon wine and saying that i'm doing the tracy anderson method oh my god i (laughs) in that here's the thing i'm certain there are lots of people not you know not even getting into like (laughs) the real issue of food insecurity in this country. I'm certain there are lots of people who electively subsist off of that much food for the sake of quote unquote weight management. um, Absolutely. Which is fucked up and disturbing. Right. But like, I don't even know where I was going with that. Cause I am so upset about this. Uh, Who published that? Who thought that, yeah, let's let this woman say this and then we will put it, on the internet for people to read. Like, I love that they did a subtle disclaimer where they were like, well, you don't know how much blueberry puree she's eating. Maybe it's enough for a grown person. Everybody needs a different amount of blueberry puree. (laughs) So that, that is um, like a blog post on her own website. Um, And it looks like she has a magazine. I don't know. So she was judge and jury on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wonder like how, long it would take if I was eating that way for me to like snap and try to burn down a building like I it would take me to what's lunch. it like in your brain like <laughs> you can't be having a good time if I had a breakfast that small by 2 p.m. I would start crying like it's just <laughs> yeah like what? I could do that for one day and yeah. then the next day I would like have a Wendy's four for four at every meal. Yeah, I could do that for one day, but I would have to clear my calendar and I would probably just try to sleep through as much of the day as possible. Just be unconscious. So <laughs> I wouldn't lying have to prone on the floor to yeah, not to waste yeah. energy. So if somebody wants to pay me a million dollars to do the Tracy Anderson weight management recipe menu for one day, I'm game. But just know I will be sleeping through all of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So in our final segment here, Laura, tell us about the class that you took. Well, I do want to read just a little bit about her new my mode method. Oh, yeah. Which genuinely just does seem like a way to sell this box of equipment. Um, It's billed as infuse your home workout with nature's power. Interesting. Um. Is when that because we tra- the this- equipment is made of wood? Yep. It's like unfinished wood. That's yep. You nailed <laughs> Nature. it. Nature. So it it looks naturey. Yeah. I mean the the home page of this website is like Dickensian. <laughs> it's 
so it is such a thick text for being like, yeah, we're selling you a workout program and a wooden box. Um, but I'm just going to start reading to you. Okay. When we train intelligently in tune with nature's regenerative flow, that is when we harness the body's eternal youth and freedom. Rediscover how your body was made to move to achieve groundbreaking results in as little as one week. We are the masters of discovery mode. What does that mean? Stimulating new neural pathways, my mode wields more anti-aging, skin-tightening, and muscle-conditioning powers than any other program. My mode <laughs> offers a dynamic range of playing fields for every fitness level, own transformative results, no matter where you're at in your wellness journey or stage of life. My mode is designed to create the space you need to grow with your intrinsic movement practice. We embrace nature's blueprint to train strategically, awakening your body's innate potential, greater horizons found within. My mode is an instrument of physical intelligence. This is a multidimensional program and apparatus composed of a multifunctional staff, mat, disc, multi-port anchoring system, and multi-dimensional workout platform with custom sets of weights and resistance bands. With diverse planes of training, my mode reaches the deepest muscle layers designed to combat age-related muscle loss and imbalance. It's, it, it's just gobbledygook. It's just talking in a circle to say, we made you some equipment and it's good. Like, Talking how much she talks about like avoiding aging and like eternal youth. I'm yeah. like, you're not are you a vampire? I think like, it well, I think it reveals a lot about her personal insecurities. But um also I just feel like the way that that description read, I feel like I'm about to be like strapped to it and given ayahuasca or something. Like is stepping on this wooden box going to give me a spiritual kundalini awakening? Like, what the fuck? It it sounds like a cult. It sounds yeah. like a, a true cult. Um, well, and okay. the people who are going to buy it are the people in the goop cult. So there's that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me that this is marketed on an ethos of like a return to nature and sustainability. Like it does almost feel like greenwashing based on the marketing. Like this mm -hmm. is somehow... She was like, climate change is a real problem. So buy this thing and have it shipped to you. Like, <laughs> there's no direct link in there, but she's definitely, the whole thing just couched in, like, nature. It's literally, she's just doing the same stuff she's been doing since 2008, which is fine, mm -hmm. on a platform that she made herself. Yeah. And I literally mean a platform. I mean a plank of wood. And it's got a, a wooden pole that you push around and like resistance bands. That's it. Um, <laughs> so there are three different levels of membership. Um, oh God, I can't. This, this website is a real treat. I definitely recommend checking this out. There okay. are three different levels of membership. There is the My Mode, My Mode Start, and My Mode Plus. The My Mode Plus has the most access to Tracy. The My Mode Start is intended with like extra support for beginners and then the my mode is just like the the base level program i'm confused about i think this is a yearly subscription i would guess again mm -hmm. the the pricing is not entirely clear but how much do you think is the the basic level keep in mind they're sending you the equipment 
you are getting um, fresh choreography every 10 days, a year subscription to my mode, um, including all like Tracy Anderson method stuff. And the, the my mode material is a box, a staff, two dumbbells, a disc, like a slider, four bands, a set of hand weights, a set of ankle weights, a cushy pad and a towel, and then a year of workouts, basically. How much do you think that is? $1,600. 4000 <laughs> What? Um, yeah, the next level is... 4,149 and the next level is $6,500 for a year. So, oh my God. To, to couch this in sustainability is an interesting choice. Well, you're helping also, her sustain her lifestyle. So, true. I mean, compared to like <laughs> asparagus water at Erwan, I guess this seems like kind of a bargain, but. <laughs> The other thing I want to point out is even though Tracy doesn't seem to be dabbling in that sort of um, woo-woo circles back around to being far right mm-hmm. <laughs> modality, the emphasis on primal movement and returning yeah. to nature and finding your body's own natural ability to heal itself. And by heal itself, she means be skinny. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a little bit of that sort of human design essentialism in there, which is a little bit spooky. Yeah, definitely the, I mean, because she's not kind of like like build some muscle to age gracefully and maintain your quality of life. She's saying, do this with me and you'll be immortal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's very, well, it's very new age is what it is. It's very like new age, hippy dippy, not, not explicitly or like, super aggressively but it's definitely being marketed towards a crowd of people who are into new age stuff and would want an expensive workout subscription that like aesthetically aligns with that lifestyle that they're already living it all really begs the question would you rather get your woo stuff from a white woman who's like appropriating ancient eastern practices or would you rather get your woo stuff from a white woman who's just Making shit up. <laughs> I think that's a question we have to ask ourselves. Honestly, I, I genuinely, I, I think I would prefer the one without the blatant cultural appropriation. So, yep, let's go, Tracy. Lay it on me. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So, shall we talk about uh, my class experience? <laughs> I am so excited to hear about it. <laughs> so, I've now done two. Tracy Anderson method classes that I could find for free on YouTube. I did one like mini travel session. And then I did the first day of her metamorphosis program in which you are supposed to repeat a class 10 times before moving on to the next level. That sounds boring. Um, Yeah. Um, It's clearly dance based as a dancer myself and someone who has sort of the the light like praise kink of being with like a scary Russian ballet teacher and being like tell me I'm good tell Mm -hmm. me I did good I understand why people get hooked on this Mm -hmm. because 
she specifically does not make it accessible. She specifically makes it challenging, not even to execute, but just to follow along with Mm. so that there is a reward for the people who are regular students Mm. and who know the choreography and who can anticipate her moves and can follow along with her because of that. She is, she famously does not speak. Mm. I imagine that works differently in a live class setting versus streaming a class. Um, because it makes it very challenging to follow along. Yeah. She gave very light cueing, just a little bit, mostly, you know, form stuff, or she'd just say, like, engage your muscles. And I was like, which muscles, Tracy? The small ones, um, obviously. The little ones. The littlest yeah, ones the, you can the find. The skinny muscles. <laughs> yeah. Um, I counted. At one point, I was like, damn, this is a lot of reps. We did 40 reps of each movement. Oh, my God. Uh, We started with a standing arm series, which was pushing and grabbing in various directions. Yeah, you got it. She Um, she does a lot of... (laughs) Obviously, you guys couldn't see that because this is an audio platform. But like, if you go on her (laughs) social media anywhere, she she posts a lot of videos of her doing this weird like shoulder, like arm rotation thing where her arms are out to the side. And she's just got this like extremely intense look in her eyes. And it's like... It like really does draw you in because you're like, what the hell is this very beautiful woman doing? <laughs> like, yeah, she, there are a- it's like erratic and confusing. Um, and like, I get why people are interested because I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it is maybe the most. I will say, like, again, I don't think there's anything specifically proprietary about this, but it is a unique method. Sure. It is a lot of people sort of trademark methods that are kind of a bastardized version of like Pilates or yoga or something like she's truly making this shit up. (laughs) Um, It's a lot of shoulders. It's a lot of kind of glute medius work, but also like a lot of piriformis like TFL work because Mm -hmm. the way you're kind of cranking your hips around. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, you're, you're certainly feeling the burn when I have my trainer head in there, I'm like, how is this on your joints? If you're doing this every day and you're repeating these movements 40 times, that's a lot. Mm. There's a lot of time on your hands and knees. Mm. There's a lot of time standing up on your knees, which is just not a position that's comfortable for a lot of people, which is fine. If you're not marketing yourself on inclusivity, like you don't necessarily need to be for everybody, but a lot of that is very difficult on your joints. And there are a lot of things like a lot of kickbacks, which I mean, as someone who, you know, trains a lot of like general population people, like we all tend to have similar challenges with kickbacks where it's going to be like really battering on your low back. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of cueing about how to do these things in a way where you might target the muscle that, me and my trainer brain thinks, okay, so she's targeting like glute medius with this. Yeah, there's no explanation of how it should feel or what area of your body should be working the hardest. (laughs) And that's, I don't want to, you know, get too heavily into my ethos as a trainer Mm -hmm. or a fitness instructor. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to make this about me. 
but I do learn a lot about teaching from taking class from other teachers. Mm -hmm. And if I am being generous, my biggest critique of Tracy Anderson as a teacher is that there's no actual education. No. There's no room for growth for your students other than do this to look more like me, Mm -hmm. get better at this for me. There's no crossover. Like when I have people, you know, kind of graduate my membership or move on to something else because they've decided they're training for a marathon or it doesn't fit their schedule or they want to lift heavier in the gym. I'm like, cool. Like people, this is a weird thing I've noticed is people come to me and they'll apologize and be like, Hey, this is why I'm leaving. And I'm like, you don't need to apologize. Like it served you well. It served you. And I'm so happy that you can like spread your wings and do something else. That's amazing. Yeah. There's no, the, it seems to be the end goal of mastering the Tracy Anderson method is that you work out with Tracy Anderson every day until you, well, eventually never die because you're immortal because you do the Tracy Anderson method. Yeah. There is no, and I, I do think like, again, I don't want to dunk on modalities that are marketed towards women. You know, Mm -hmm. we can debunk the fears of bulking and things like that all we want, but move how you want to move. Like I want people to get moving. I do not care if you ever pick up anything that's over three pounds. I really don't give a shit. Yeah. But there's a way if you're marketing something as this is so effective and good for your body and it is a modality that could be really beneficial if you helped people really tune into what's happening with their bodies, if you educated them about their anatomy and you helped them build mind muscle connection and learn which muscles were working and why. Like mm. that, there is a lot of magic there. There's a lot of wonderful, there's a lot of space for lots of wonderful things to happen. Like, yeah. but if you are not a dancer, if you do not have a deep, intimate knowledge of the way your body works or which muscles do what work, then you're probably not going to experience that because you're just trying to make the shapes that Tracy makes with her naturally small frame, her dancer's coordination. Yeah. Like there are, there are ab moves that she's doing. We were lying on her back doing crunches and then kicking open to a full straddle split. What? I went, Tracy? Acrobatics. There, There is choreography like three rows down on her Instagram page where she goes from like a kickback to like a flipped over plank down into a split. She drops into a split and that is choreography that you're putting in class. And here's the thing, like a room full of people doing that. So cool. But like, imagine being in that room, like as a beginner, as a first timer, as someone who I just, again, not every fitness space has to value accessibility and inclusivity. Like, weird but whatever you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I do think you're showing your weird heart there, to not value whatever. that but okay <laughs> you know some something for everyone like whatever but why <laughs> yeah what, and like what is the purpose other than getting really good at this method which again it's not paired with any sort of edification these aren't like crossover skills you're just getting better at doing this 
So the purpose is just to do this Mm -hmm. forever. Yeah, because it's the method that works. There's no crossover because there doesn't need to be crossover because everything else doesn't quote unquote work to give you the elusive dancer's body to give you these like the or to give you the not exactly spoken results but to give you the results you're looking for which we all know why you're here like come master these movements come join the cult um and like, like you can't get the, it anywhere the else tithe that you pay at the yeah. church of tracy anderson so that nature will bless yeah. you with a skinny body this it's- works it doesn't apply anywhere else so why would you need to go anywhere else if you can get it here yeah it's a very um it's very insular. Yeah. Which again is very so, LA. <laughs> I feel like there's yeah. a lot of cults in so, LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you got you got Jared Leto and Tracy Anderson. Um, oh God. Uh, at least the, the Tracy Anderson cult can probably like kick really high. So that's <laughs> that's cool. Um yeah, so like my experience of taking class as again a person with probably, you know above average bears fitness knowledge and fitness and dancing level. skills like, yeah also like I, i've been a dancer for 25 years so um this is kind of i would be like an ideal client probably for tracy anderson yeah uh, let's say and i was confused um she does not cue when she's switching moves. You will do a move for a ridiculously long time. And then all of a sudden she's doing something different, but it's, it's a different, similar kick at a different angle. Um, I will say it's really challenging. It's really hard to get through, but again, that does not an effective workout make. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's some stuff where I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like, I think we're doing a lot of, you know, real hip, strengthening stuff like I could see this being I can see these moves being supportive for you know cross training for dancers in a certain way like you're doing kind of fancy hip cars controlled articular rotations like (laughs) in time to the beat but if you're doing this every day you are battering your joints yeah you if you are a dancer you are doing lots of lots of small repetitive motions yeah so to do small repetitive motions to cross train is is not ideal (laughs) like yeah you i see the intention behind these moves i think not like she's some you know rosetta stone of fitness that i have to translate like i think it's fine to just be like no this isn't great yeah and but you know, she's talking about like, oh, send intention out through your toes or out through your fingertips. Like, I think there are a lot of exercise modalities that don't emphasize that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. I do think that stuff is useful. I see where that comes from in her dance background. Like, yeah, you don't need to pick up super heavy weights. A lot of times you can get the same effect from really mentally engaging with your muscles and you know, going through like the intention of the movement to activate the muscles. Like, and especially that, if your goal is, is to thing. get more of like a cardiovascular workout, you don't need to be lifting super heavy weights to get a cardiovascular workout. If your goal is to have fun doing a dance based workout, again, you don't have to be in the gym lifting weights if you would rather be doing a dance based cardio 
fitness video <laughs> and that's totally fine yeah, but and all of these like ridiculous claims that she's making about how it's like the only quote unquote like effective way to work out or just all of the things that it's going to do to your body like she has absolutely nothing to back that up she says it's research based but there is no research anywhere on her website <laughs> there there's just nothing um so i think we should wrap it up just by like debunking a couple of the biggest claims that she makes just so people don't have any questions about like whether or not she's full of shit because she is and maybe she can run a fun class that makes you sweat and gets your heart rate up maybe she can put individual people on starvation diets and really intense workout programs and make them lose weight but that doesn't mean that any of her claims about like actual health and fitness related stuff are backed up in any way. So the f- the first one I think we should admit that we should dispel is the whole big muscles, small muscles thing. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> if you want to engage in exercise for changing body composition, uh, you should be focused on building muscle. And the best use of your time is to focus on building big muscle mm-hmm. groups like your pecs like your glutes like your quads like your back muscles like there is a time and a place for working on i guess smaller supportive supporting muscles but this idea that we can pick and choose what muscles are working and quote unquote specifically sculpt those yeah kind of represents a fundamental mis- fundamental misunderstanding of how the body works the body yes. works all together focus on getting strong <laughs> through through this research even just the stuff i was doing in the beginning i was like i'm pretty sure tracy anderson doesn't understand anything about anatomy about like muscles like i don't think she knows the names of any muscles if i were to guess Probably not. because there are muscles that are physically bigger than others like your lats are physically larger than your deltoids, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're fundamentally different from one another. They're made of the same stuff. They contract the same way. Um, and the language she uses, I feel like is really confusing, but it's similar to, but different from the way people talk about bar where they're talking about like small movements, like micro movements, small muscle movements. And that's a completely different thing than what Tracy Anderson is saying. Tracy Anderson is literally talking about the size of the muscles themselves. There is legitimacy to the conversation around larger muscle movements versus smaller muscle movements. But the adjective is modifying the word movement, not the word muscle. (laughs) So if you are thinking that maybe her stuff has anything to do with what bar instructors are talking about of like, this is a small movement where I'm just kind of pulsing my arms versus this is a big movement where I do the full range of motion it's not the same thing as what Tracy Anderson is saying. Don't get that confused. What she's saying means literally nothing. (laughs) And she is using her big muscles. Yeah. I think there's also some confusion probably, and we could do a whole episode on this, but like type one versus type two muscle fibers where with type one, those fibers are smaller and you're using those for endurance. So for example, something like, lifting your leg up to the side and holding it there for a full minute is going to be more type one muscle fibers versus a type two muscle fiber. Those are your fast switch muscles. That's if you jumped off the floor, you're exerting Mm -hmm. power and those tend to be larger, but, and that is also not what Tracy Anderson is talking about. (laughs) 
no, it's it's not. It's it's just not. But again, if you're looking for muscular results that involves growing your muscles, that does not just involve battering the endurance capabilities of your type one muscles when you are providing people no education, no opportunity to grow into a movement practice that will carry over into their lives. Like, yeah, I'm about to go on a tirade. Yeah. So we should, that, that's go another, two, another but. one for another day. But I just wanted to emphasize mm. that if you ever hear someone talking about, you know, the Tracy Anderson method and like, it's great because it works your small muscles, just know, you know, with your fit literacy skills, that doesn't mm. mean anything like it literally doesn't mean anything and you don't have to listen to that person okay and then the last one I just think we really need to explicitly talk about this is her claim that she can override genetics to make people skinny (laughs) because that is one of the most outlandish claims I've ever heard um and again she's just saying that she doesn't provide any research to back it up, any explanation for how she is doing this. I mean, if she is, she must be injecting people with some kind of superhero serum that literally changes the genetics of their cells. Because unless she has that kind of future superhero technology, there is no way that doing a dance cardio workout is somehow like hijacking your genes and changing the expression of your genes to give you a different body type. That is impossible. She is just saying it because she can. It's not true. It's just marketing. And going back to that first highlight on her Instagram page, where she shares lots of like before and after photos that people have shared in the Tracy Anderson hashtag, whatever, you can clearly see like obviously she's celebrating overt weight loss again put a pin in that whatever even with that these people all still have different body types because that's Mm -hmm. how bodies work Mm -hmm. it there's no world people have this idea that you can sort of via negativa hack away at the marble sculpture of your own body to create the shape that you want and that's just not We are always only building from the inside out. And if you experience fat loss, you might experience a smaller body, but you are not chipping away at your muscles. You are building your muscles until maybe they show through or you're doing, you know, you're experiencing muscular atrophy because you're feeding yourself two applesauce a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I digress. I, I think I think my my final thoughts here are I maintain that she's still a problematic fave in terms of being like a public figure and a social media presence because her Instagram posts are just uh, I don't know. There's something about them that are just so funny to me. And I think in a lot of ways, she probably is a good person who means well. Um, but I also think she is a an ambitious a businesswoman who values fame and celebrity and is going to provide the programs and products that sell well and will say whatever she needs to in order to make them popular, even if they are complete lies that can't be backed up by anything. I mean, this is this is the privilege of white womanhood in action. Mm-hmm. 
it's why Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop still are like tastemakers, even though it's with even though it's a little tongue in cheek. It's why the Kardashians are bulletproof, because every time you experience controversy, you turn it just into publicity. And if you never if you never apologize, then you can just keep going. Like people are not going to look away from something that's 10% train wreck when it's content based because new people who don't see through you are going to catch on when you are on their homepage because something went viral because you were bold enough to make a claim and, you know, loud enough that it had, that it wasn't disputed. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's a tenacity that, in a vacuum I admire and in context is absolutely terrifying (laughs) is so scary. Yeah. So basically I wouldn't recommend spending your money on her programs or her classes, unless you know for a fact that this is like that these workouts are so fun to you and bring you so much joy and you just love them. But if you are taking the classes and you hate them and you think they're awful and confusing and hard, but you're trying to stick with it because you want the results, I would recommend canceling your membership because that's a waste of money and you deserve to do workouts run by someone who actually knows what they're talking about um, that isn't going to push you into disordered behaviors and that you actually think are fun to do. There are, there are options. There are so many options for you. Although I will say I have a a deep, dark confession to make. Mm -hmm. Um, is that I actually had like a little bit of fun being tortured by Tracy Anderson. Oh, I believe it. Incorporate. Yeah. But again, that's from the masochistic ex ballerina mommy issues side of me so yeah but you know, well and that's the that thing because she's will. a dancer and it sounds like she's probably like a good dance teacher but she's not a personal trainer she is not like a well-educated fitness professional um no. she just no. runs <laughs> dance fitness classes and says a lot of wacky things about what they can do for you <laughs> she sure does keep saying stuff she sure does keep saying stuff Oh, man. Mm. All right. Well, I think we should probably leave it there unless you have anything else you needed to say. Let's call it. We are going to do soon on the Patreon. Um, I've talked Carolyn into some (laughs) deep, dark experiments, which I'm always like, this is terrible, (sighs) but I think we should try it. And Carolyn's like, no, why would we do that to ourselves? And I'm like, for content, for fun. Laura is getting me to do a class for content. (laughs) (laughs) We will be streaming a workout along with us and Tracy Anderson, where we um, probably heckle back at the screen and probably also complain about our asses hurting. So if you want to join in on that. see if I even get through to the end, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, I just, I'm just like, practicing the my rest taking muscles where I'm like I don't need to do 40 reps of this just because this scary blonde lady is yelling at me I actually Mm -hmm. like nobody can see me through the computer screen and I will just sit here and take a break it's good practice for my brain yeah I'm just Um, gonna shift my way from side to side a little bit as I catch my breath (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you can look forward to that on the Patreon. You know where to go to sign up. Um, we've got a fun little community growing over there and we have lots of exclusive episodes already posted um, if you yes. decide to go sign up today. So yeah. It's also a great place to reach us if you have thoughts, feelings, questions, concerns, just want to vent about anything we talk about in yes. the main feed episodes. We love interacting with y'all over there and... I think I feel like some of our best episode ideas have come from conversations that happen in the Patreon or yes, like DM. we'll start going so on a tangent it. about something and go, oh my gosh, we need to do a deep dive. <laughs> yeah, we want to know what you want to talk about. That's how we keep this podcast good. So we say it every time and we mean it every time. Email Correct. us, Laura G at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram at fitliteratepod. And mm -hmm. we'll talk to you in the next episode. We love you. Bye. Bye.